Jesus. Good morning, church. Isn't it awesome to be in the presence of God today? But I want to remind you that the presence of God is inside of you, okay? Thank you. And happy birthday, Pastor Farah, from all of us. And thank you for this. And ladies, this is your day. Ultimately, God wants to celebrate you today. Because he's saying to you today, and I want to show you from his word, that he has made you with his heart, according to his own heart. And you know what? Colossians 2 verse 10 says, you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. The NIV, I love what the NIV says, it says, you you have been brought to fullness. Is, this, is it something wrong with it? Okay, okay. So you've been brought to fullness. But men, please don't get up and leave, okay? We know you feel a little bit out today. But everything that a woman is, is made, is for you. Because God made woman as an addition and a complement to anything that you are. Thank you. So men, anything that a woman is, is for you. So you please listen with your hearts with the word and put it in your heart for yourselves today because women are a part of you. Let's go to um, Genesis 2 verse 22 where God said, He took a rib from the man and he created a woman. So you know what? God created woman from a rib from a man. So God created from you. He gave, took from you, man, and he gave it to you. Okay, so let's look a little bit. What is a rib? A rib's function is to protect the blood vessels and, and very important organs in the body. So I want to give you three functions of a rib, and I want you to keep in mind and listen to these, these explanations out of the Hebrew and the Greek and see what a woman actually is. The first uh, function of a rib is to support it's a Hebrew, Hebrew word sad, which means to sustain and to uphold. The second one is for respiration. It's a Greek word noe, which means a breeze, a soft wind, a gentle breath. That's what your women are to you, a gentle breath. The third one is protection, and that's from the Greek word ektikeo, which means to vindicate and to uh, and to avenge is actually a legal protection. And I like this explanation the most. It's first-hand care and protection. That's who a woman is. So, woman, let me tell you something. You don't have to fight for a place in the world today. You don't have to ever try and be as smart or as strong or as clever as a man. Because your strength doesn't lie in your body. Your strength lies in your heart. That is how God made you. So how, you're going to ask me, so how am I going to live from this strength that I have? And we find this in Jeremiah 29 verse 13, where God says, and you will seek me and you will find me when you seek for me with all of your heart. So do you know when we find strength in this life is we're going to love God with all of your heart? Because that's going to give you strength. And you know what? I want to say to you, God wants to say to you today, I am giving you my strength, that it doesn't matter what happens with you in your life or what you have to work with, 
that my strength is becoming your strength when you love me with all of your heart. So I want to share three attributes of a perfect heart because we have been made according to God's own heart, and that's a perfect heart. So the first attribute is a heart of love. And Song of Songs 2 verse 4 says, His banner over me is love. Do you know that you're covered by his love? Because we, his love is which gave us life. You know, ladies, we're all just unsure little girls until we come to Jesus. And when we receive his love, he just becomes our love, life because everything that he is comes and lives inside of us. So that love compels us to live this life the way he wants us to. Let me share with you a story of an unsure, broken girl who came to Jesus. Mary Magdalene, a saucy, hard-edged vamp. She lived a very sinful lifestyle until she met Jesus. Do you know that Jesus drove seven demons out of her? And do you know, can you imagine living with seven demons on the inside of you? That must have been quite hectic. That's why she lived that life. But let me tell you the good news. The love and the power that she re received from Jesus melted those demons away. The demons had nothing to give on the love of Jesus. Not even deceit. You know that demons, what do they do? They distract, they distort, and they deceive. In a power for the most precious place in a woman, her heart. But when we receive the love of Jesus, they, they just have no place. But I want to show you a little bit how do demons do this, or how does it work in the world. We all know billboards and magazines. They're going to show you, so tell you, no, sorry, you're not enough. You're not beautiful enough. You're just simply not making it. And bad teachings will tell you you're a bad sinner. And you know your family and most probably your friends are going to tell you you're a failure. So this is the voices of the world whispers. Does God really love you? Girl, you're always going to be alone. You're not good enough. This is how the world talks to us. And when we embrace the lie of the enemy, our hearts get injured, people. Our womanhood are, are melting away. Everything that we are just disappears when we make these lies our, our own. And you know what? It will actually change the course of your life. So what happened with Mary Magdalene? How did Mary Magdalene go from this broken, confused, lonely girl to one of the most celebrated and privileged women in history? Do you remember that she stood at the foot of the cross with the mother, Jesus' mother Mary, when he was on the cross? That was a very privileged place for her to be. Also, she was the first person that Jesus appeared to after he's risen from wow. the grave. This is what Jesus restored Mary Magdalene. Oh, Jesus, by his love, and this is how Jesus restores us, by loving us. By loving us. His love, people, is the cure for all that ails us. So, the second attribute of a perfect heart is a heart of excellence. Sorry, Thanks. And I want to tell you today, it is easy to be great when everybody is cheering you on. It is so easy to be great when everybody is celebrating you. 
But you know what it means to be great? When you give everything that you have and everything that you are when nobody is watching you. Let's turn to Mark 12 in your Bibles from verse 41 to 44. Now Jesus sat opposite the treasury and saw how the people put money into the treasury. And many who were rich put in much. Next verse. Then one poor widow came and threw in two mites, which made a quadrants. Next verse. So he called his disciples to himself and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, I say to you that this poor woman has put in more than all those who have given to the treasury. And 44, for they're all put in out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty put in all that she had, all of her livelihood. So the bottom line is, this woman had no idea that Jesus was watching her that day. She had no idea that she's captured the attention of the word becoming flesh. She just did what her heart told her to do. So a woman ministers to God when she gives everything that she has and everything that she is. So Jesus is saying to you today, you're not lost on me, precious one. My eyes are where the sparrow is. I'm always with you. Your two copper coins are like billions to me. Because people, Jesus, don't look at us the way the world does. He looks at our hearts. So this third attribute of a perfect heart is a heart of faith, and I cannot use anybody else than the mother of of Jesus, Mary. So look at Mary. Luke 1, verse 46 and 47. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. So Mary was a woman also in need like of a Savior, just like us. She, Mary, was also just the unsure, unqualified young girl. Can you imagine living in her time and having this angel appear to her and say to her, you're going to give birth to the Son of God, the one who's going to save the world from their sins. Can you imagine that she must have also felt unsure? Not, 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 and she couldn't talk to anybody. I mean, she just heard this and was so overwhelmed. I can imagine myself being so overwhelmed by this news. You don't actually know if she was happy or she was sad. She didn't know how to react to this. And you know, in First Corinthians 1 verse 27 says, But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. God does not only use mighty people. And I love Luke, Luke 2, verse 19 and 51. It's going to say the same thing to us. And Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. That ponder means to mull over. So obviously she didn't reject the words of the angel. She took them for herself. And what is the best thing for us ladies? What is the easiest thing for us to do? To blabber everything out. Sometimes, lady, it's good when we ponder things in our hearts because that's where God can work with us. And that's where you can, you know, and while she, while, while she was pondering, I want to say to you that God knew that he could trust Mary with his son. He knew that. So Mary, because she was trusting God, became the most celebrated woman of time. 
because of trust. So that's what a heart of faith does. And this is what uh, Lady Chipa was also sharing with us from Proverbs 31, 10. And then I want to share 25 as well. Um, her worth is far above rubies. So strength and honor are her clothing. While trusting God, strength and honor will clothe us. And that is our protection. You know what, ladies? You are special just like Mary. You are, you are God's woman, God's chosen, just like Mary. You are a woman just like Mary. So when we believe what God has told us, it changes everything. And you know, the word even says, take these words for yourself in Luke 1 verse 45, which is, blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. You know, blessed are we when we believe. That's how we live our lives, because we are believers. So when you live, ladies and gentlemen, from a heart of love, a heart of excellence, and a heart of faith, you will live in the fulfillment of your purpose. Because our main purpose ultimately is to be an imitator of Jesus, to be his hands and feet to the word world. So your your life would actually show God to people around you. So how we do this, ladies, let your hair down, let everything go. Give yourself to Jesus and he will receive you and he will work that walk with you. And I want to show you a few scriptures out of the word that someone extremely and entirely abandoned themselves unto Jesus. Heart, mind, and soul, it was a woman. And Luke 8 verse 3, I'm just going to give a little bit of explanation from you. Woman cared for Jesus on the way. Luke 23 verse 27, woman wept for Jesus on Via Dolorosa. Mark 16 verse 1, woman followed him to the cross and they were also at the tomb preparing his body. Mark 26 verse 7, we know the story where the woman anointed him with oil. And um, John 20, verse 11, a woman didn't leave his tube. That was again Mary Magdalene. And 2018, a, w a woman, the same woman delivered the news that he has risen. So people, why now we get to the most important point. What does my life, my purpose? P you hear often people say, I don't know what my purpose in life is. I'm going to tell you what your purpose is. Live to serve Jesus. Live to serve him, and while we serve God, we will serve others. It's an ultimate, it's an outcome. And you know what? We always hear the story about Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus. But I want to share with you the story of Martha today. Martha was such a woman. She was a woman that served Jesus. You know, Martha dug, up heel, dug in her heels, she rolled off her sleeves, and she just got to work. Martha always had a heart for serving Jesus. And yes, I'm talking to you, corporate woman, mother at home, grandmother, young girl, student, each and every one of us is a Martha ultimately in a house. So ladies, imagine this. Sorry, church, would you mind? Good morning. Is Martha speaking? Hello, Martha. This is Jesus speaking. Jesus. Jesus, is that really you? What can I do for you, Jesus? 
Martha, my 12, buddy, my 12 buddies and I have been traveling all day long. Can you host us for the night, please? Do you mean a place to sleep, Jesus? Yes, please, Martha. And also something to eat, if possible. We haven't had anything to eat since last night. Anything else that I can do for you, Jesus? Martha, it would be our followers too, if you don't mind. Of course, Jesus. Of course, Jesus, it would be an honor for me and, and such a pleasure. pleasure. Goodbye, Martha. See you later. Goodbye, Jesus. <laughs> Martha's, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Jesus is coming to stay with you today. I don't know about you, but what's the first thing that goes to my mind? My fridge is empty. My house is dirty. I don't have enough linen. Oh, I don't even have enough beds. You know what? I just want to please Jesus. Don't you want to do that with me today? I just want to give him grace and give him honor. So you know what? Jesus knew he can trust a woman to get things done. He knows. That's why Jesus called us Martha, because he knew he could trust in us. So girls, let's go shopping. <laughs> so we've got to go get all the food we've got to get. And when we get home, oh my goodness, my heart's racing already. Go start cleaning that house. Yes. We got, you know what, and can I ask you, will you do that for Jesus? Will you go out all the way, no expenses? No, everything, everything for the best for Jesus today. Will you do that? Yeah. Now, just like you, the real Martha was a woman just like you. Yeah. You know what? I, I just think of just my own life today. If I have to get a call like that, my first thought would be of what is not right. It is. First, obviously, I'm overwhelmed because Jesus called me. But our, th our, th our, thoughts, <laughs> our thoughts always go to what we don't have. And I think this is also just, I think this is the Holy Spirit saying, this is a lesson also to when something happens to us, not to just think of what is wrong, but to think that Jesus has come to me. He's with me. Okay? And you know what? Can you imagine the pressure this Martha had to deal with? Because it was like, as you heard, it wasn't just Jesus. It was everybody. Jesus and his troops, like they say. So let's go to Luke 10, verse 40, and read that scripture. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached Jesus and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Something tells me that Martha didn't have any help. And that she was doing all the serving and the cleaning and everything around there. And also, do you look at that word distracted? Don't you think that Martha wanted to be with Jesus too? Just like all the rest? You know, do you know in that story that Mary even asked for more figs? Can you be so pushy? <laughs> While she was sitting with Jesus. Yeah. So Martha was giving and serving while Mary and everybody else was just taking. <laughs> yeah. So I want to say praise God for the Marthas. Praise God for the Marthas who put personal needs and wants aside 
to serve Jesus and others. Do you know that on another occasion, Martha also ran to Jesus? I always had this idea that Martha was the bad one in the story. But when her brother died, let's go to John 11, verse 20 until 22. Now Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. Next word. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Next verse. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. What was Martha's response? Martha ran to Jesus when she was in trouble. She trusted Jesus. And she believed in him. So the world needs Martha to serve, but Martha's to trust and to believe in Jesus. Okay. And we all know Luke 10, 10 verse 2 tells us, because then Jesus said, The harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers in his harvest. Do you know that I want to make, make another correlation? Martha was a worker and a server like our Jesus. Jesus was a worker and a server. He served people. And actually in Luke 22 verse 27, for who is greater, he who sits at the table or he who serves? Is it not he who sits at the table? Yet I, says Jesus, are among you as the one. Who serves. So Jesus is telling us today that he is ready to serve us when we believe in him. And do you know, ladies, so many years, thousands of years later, thousands, women are still the same. We still have the same needs. We still have the same problems. We still live in the same world. But the answer is still the same that what our dear Pastor T teaches us every Sunday, that God is your source, that Jesus came to bring us life. And it does not matter what your life looks like. Promise lives in your heart. Because remember this, that you've got the heart of God. So everything that he is is in you. And I want to say to you today that his eyes are always on you and his delight is for you. I want to leave you with some words from the angel of, that angel Gabriel spoke to Mary in Luke 1. And I actually want you to make this your promise, and this is for the men too. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women and among men. Do not be afraid because you have found favor with God. This is a word that I take with me very much every day of my life. I have favor with man, and I have favor with God. The Holy Spirit, it says he will come upon you, but I'm saying to you, the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. And people, I leave you with this, for with God all things, are possible. Be blessed and have a wonderful woman's day. Amen. <laughs>